previously on Abandoned Quest. Now I fear I have misplaced a friend of mine. You guys gonna help me out? <laughs> like we agreed in the last episode? Yeah, okay, whatever. Then to the skewered dragon we will go. Every moment Crown of Midas floats without an Avia no sets is a moment we might lose her. And when you turn the corner, you see a huge pile of bodies. You also notice three humans, hooded and blood-drenched, and their hands are bound behind their back. Can I ask exactly what your business is here at this crime scene? Just looking for a friend of ours. Do any of the people with the hoods on have black dragon tattoos? Uh, they all do. Oh. oh. I kind of want to steal one of them. The Vidalkin once again steps in your path. There's nothing to see here. This blue fucker is just in the way. When Blitz sees this, she's gonna start like fake coughing and then cough her breath weapon in his face. Okay, if this is what we're doing, everybody roll initiative. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm contemplating attempting to shoot like the top of the hood. Oh, you mean like a hat removal thing? Eleven. Your arrow grazes his neck. She's attempting to kill the witness. Ah! One of the city guard runs you straight through with the sword. I have him by the throat. Captain, I think we can all agree that this has gone far enough. And the Vidalkin says, stand down to the guard. I won't forget this demeanor. Yeah, I kind of incline my head towards him like, okay, buddy. And then uh, disappear into the darkness of the alleyway. It is storming in Waterdeep. The four of you leave your encounter with the city watch bloodied and beaten. Misra is barely conscious, a longsword thrust through her stomach, while the rest of you find it difficult not to consider the consequences of locking horns with the law you've so deftly navigated until now. While Brayden lags behind to cover your escape, the three of you reach a fork in the road ahead of you. You can head deeper into the dock ward, where you can see the dim glow of open businesses through the storm. Or you can make your way to the water, where you've been told you could find the skewered dragon in the next step in your adventure. Or you could theoretically head back towards the yawning portal, but Misra might not make it that far. Oh no. What do you want to do? Yeah, I say we go towards the light and try to find a healer or something to heal her with. Can I go to my ship? Because I know I have a medic there. Um, you could go to your ship. Um, but again, it is very far away. You should probably, <laughs> well, I can't tell you what to do, but. Okay, then I'm going to head towards the, the shops, like where there was light and see if there's a medic over there. Okay, if you're going to do that, then uh, Mizra, can you make a death saving throw? Oh, God, yeah. How do I do this? I, oh, wait, death saves. Here we go. Just a d20. You got this. I believe in you. 15. Okay, that's a success. So get two more of those and you're stabilized. Amazing. Right now? No. <laughs> okay. No. Just in general. Um, for now, I'm just going to ask you to make one of those every couple minutes. When it makes sense, yeah. Okay, great. Okay, so you head towards the lights then. Did the guy I shot leave a trail of blood? Uh, I mean, yeah, for sure. But okay, he also cool. left a trail of City Watch right it's behind true. him. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Down here, you do see some kinds of stores, but they're mostly come off like lean-tos. They're selling like rusty blades and bad potions. And you get the impression that anywhere that doesn't have its own light source is probably not a person you want to be dealing with. But you do see one shop that stands out from the others. It has a deep purple facade. And in its window, there is a plush rendition of a beholder with nine stalks of googly eyes staring out at you. And a sign over the door says... Old Zoblob Shop. Although it seems to have been painted over another sign carved in a language you don't know. Is anybody a healer? I need a healer. 
Uh, okay, maybe there's one in here. And she just kicks the door and runs in. Bah! As you kick the door in, you startle a very strange little guy. He is a deep gnome. Uh, his complexion is gray and his eyes are red. And he's got a actually very good mustache curled into four different points. And he says, oh my, what heavens, you're getting blood all over my carpet. Hello, little friend. Do you have uh, a healing potion? Can you heal uh, my, my friend, please? And I just put her down like on the counter. Oh my word, uh, um, I might have something for that. Uh, hold on. And he disappears in the back room while the DM looks up something. Blitz, there was a better way to handle that. You know that, right? I mean, now I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're new in town, but you can't just attack the city guard. They're like the only thing. Right, but... But passed out friend, she wanted to kidnap the, f the other dude, so I thought, you know, distraction. It didn't go great. It's I thought, I thought <laughs> She you know. wasn't passed out when you attacked him. <laughs> right. Right. I see that now, and I'll remember for next time not to do that. Mm. Not we don't do that. I get it. <laughs> okay. So very sorry. As long as you know. We learn. God. Yeah, we, we learn. <laughs> the deep gnome comes out from the back and climbs up to the top of a stool, like on the counter, to face you guys face to face and holds up the health potion, but says, um, I don't want it. <clears throat> I don't want the law in here. This isn't the. Yeah? You better not be up to anything fishy here. Oh my gosh, we are very law abiding citizen. Nothing fishy. She we just... know what would be fishy if she died here. That would be so fishy. Uh, that's a good point. I don't need Johnny Crown on me. And he gives you the health potion. Zig, presumably your hands are free. Yes, they are. Can I just give it to her? Uh, you may. So roll 2d4 plus 2. Uh, 3 plus 2, 5. Yeah, okay, so she heals 3 plus 2. So you have 5 hit points now? I, I add 5 to negative 9, so I'm at negative 4. No, you're at 5. Oh, bless. Woo! Hello, Mizra. You Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh God! I know I've been there. Is anyone gonna do anything about the sword sticking out of her? Oh yeah. Uh, I'm not the doctor. I guess it's just part of me now. <laughs> Does anyone know? Do we remove? Is it good to remove it? Now one of you is going to have to pull the sword out of here. Yeah. Oh gosh. I'd be really grateful. Misa, who do you want to? Do you want to do it? Do you want me to do it? Do you want Zig to do it? I nominate Blitz. Oh, God. Oh, my God. If one of you doesn't do it soon, I'm going to do it myself, please. Okay. Here I go. Okay, 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 okay. What do I roll for that? <laughs> it's going to be a medicine check, I think. Well, uh, medicine or sleight of hand? Let's go with sleight of hand, because I'm much better at that. <laughs> 24! <gasps> yes. I'm basically a fucking surgeon. <laughs> yes, you pull the you pull the sword out and minimal blood escapes from Mizra. The deep gnome runs down and, and starts uh, bandaging up Mizra frantically, mostly seeming concerned with his carpet. <laughs> uh, Mr. Small Person, would you like to buy a bloody sword? 
Um, no, I wouldn't. Uh, although, I would uh, absolutely love it if you told me what was going on here. Our friend got stabbed with a sword. She tripped and fell? Have you guys been messing with the city watch? Of course not. No, they messed with us. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, I'm surrounded by idiots. <laughs> well, as long as you guys are here, you guys want to buy anything? More of those potions. Uh, I don't have it. This was unfortunately my last health potion. Of course. But let me see what else I can get for you here. Do you have anything covered in gold? He dives into his stack of things. Uh, Brayden, what are you doing? Uh, well, as he after he disappeared into the darkened alleyway, he uh, whispered in his native Vanian language, Turn the bug into me! The misty form of his faithful companion uh, and dread steed Chernobog appeared, uh, and he mounted Chernobog and rode through the streets looking for signs of his boon companions. Just as you take off on Chernobog, some stray city watch people come out and yell, after him! But you easily outrun them. And if you want to make your way over to the old Zoblob shop, you see uh, a strange purple store on the street corner that uh, you can tell by the blood outside is likely where your companions have gone. <laughs> Just follow the blood. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll dip in and, uh, and visit those guys. Great, you walk in. It's a strange purple curiosity shop. I like that your shop is open at nighttime. <laughs> that is super cool for me. I'll be right out in a second. If anybody's bleeding out there, it's normal. He's 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 calling from the back room. He has not seen you yet. <laughs> hey, why don't we go to a healer instead of this junk dealer? We did what we could. Listen, I'm I'm basically good as new. It's fine. Oh, excellent job. Yes, it seems to be going very well. <laughs> Yeah. Does she still have the sword in her? Yeah, she does. No, she doesn't. Um, no. Oh, okay. No, I pulled it out. Oh, that's right. Slight of hand check. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I pulled it out, and I'm basically a, a surgeon now. The gnome steps out from the back of the shop and sees you, Brayden, and looks delighted and relieved. Oh, a vampire. I haven't seen one of you since I left the Underdark. Welcome, welcome to my store. My name is Zabilaby, and here at the old Zoblop shop, we sell curiosities to the curious. I can tell by your general vibe that you guys seem cool. Are uh, you interested in buying anything? There's a nocturnal discount to anyone with dark vision. And he reaches behind the desk and hits a button, and a wooden tray on a rope and pulley system lowers from the ceiling and lands... Partially on the table, and inside you see three items. A short clay pipe in the shape of a dragon's claw, a coiled length of gray rope with white bands burned in, seemingly without pattern, and a beat-up wool bean hat sewn with a square white label of a dark yellow rat. What was the second thing again? It is a rope of mending for 50 gold pieces. These things look very oddly. None of them are gold. And what are the like? What are the actual item names for the other two? Uh, the other two are the hat of vermin and the pipe of smoke monsters. Ooh, how much is the pipe of smoke? How much money do we have? Uh, for for right now, I'd like. I think it's just like whatever you guys have on you from the missions so far. Okay. Well, we had four bags of forty pieces of gold, right? So we had one. So everybody got forty pieces of gold, and then 
me and Zig have an extra two because we you bet. beat Brayden in that uh, bet. Memory. Holy shit. And I'm rich, but I also don't want these things. Also that. Oh. Yeah, how much is the pipe? The pipe is uh, 75 gold pieces, and uh, when you smoke it, the smoke kind of curls up into like a little monster. Uh, it's not a real monster. It's just visual, but, you know, that's fun. Oh. Okay. <laughs> that's less exciting than what I thought it was. <laughs> a 100 gold pieces for a hat of vermin, which you reach into and you can pull out a rat and it doesn't listen to you or anything, but you have a rat. <laughs> <The> rat. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. So it's a Weasley hat. Do you have anything that will heal my injured companion over here? No, we used the last of his health stuff. Yeah, not exactly about healing in here. <laughs> Wink. What What are you about? I am about providing what needs to be provided after normal operating hours. Or I usually am. My suppliers have been getting into skirmishes with each other as of late, and my stock is not necessarily indicative at the moment. Well, I like your style, salesman, trying to get a sale out of the random crooks that wandered into your shop. It's right. pretty cool. Respect. The freedom of sale is very important here at Waterdeep, especially when you're uh, not necessarily of the class that benefits by all these stupid laws mm. and whatnot. And I think some things need to change around here. You're damn right. I could not agree more. Usually I would say, well, I'm part of the class that benefits from the laws, but that's just not how my day is going, you know? All right. Well, appreciate everything, but I think we're okay. Oh, um, real quick, before I take my injured friend and try to find the doctor. I'm fine! You wouldn't happen to have seen, like, a really super handsome guy? Like, uh, with, like, really, like, fancy clothes? Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, I saw something like that a couple of days ago. Wait, really? A couple of guys, maybe, like, four or five. They had a guy with a real handsome dude. You'd like him, dressed real nice, just like you. They seem to be heading towards the docks, but uh, I don't get uh, paid to the sea. And looks back at you guys with a big smile. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pay the man for the for, for the information and for the health potion. Mm -hmm. Unless anyone else would like to buy like a pipe while we're here, I think uh, let's uh, let's get healed up and. Uh, Maybe get the drink. I don't know. Great. Is there like a piece of paper or anything around? Uh, yeah, there's, I got some uh, receipt paper. If you get anything cool that is also gold, <laughs> could uh, you send notification to my ship? And then she wants to like write down the name of the ship. Uh, yeah, go for it. Okay, cool. It Crown of Midas. Uh, one other thing, my friendly shopkeeper friend. If you tell anyone that we were here, I will kill you. Yeah, we will eat you. <laughs> if I had a dragon for every person who'd said that to me today. And he winks. Today? Who else said that to you today? <laughs> Just roll with it. Jesus. I mean, Jizo. 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 Jizo, the patron saint of Waterdeep. <laughs> of course. <laughs> All right, so what do you guys want to do? Uh, I guess we're going to head towards... Go get a drink. Oh, Yeah. That, that makes sense. Where they sent us. <laughs> right. How are you guys going to get there? Because, Brayden, you do still have a monstrous horse tied up outside. Yes, would anyone like to ride with me on my horse? Maybe my friend who is dying? Yeah, yeah. Are you feeling up to going to a bar? Yeah. 
Before you guys leave, mm-hmm. you see torches on the distant end of the alley that belong to City Watch, who seem to be going through stores and empty buildings. Oh, for fuck's sake. Searching for something. For something. Yeah, I wonder what it is. It may not be me. Turn the bar, go away. And let it dismiss him so that he can he can run off and not be pursued anymore by the uh, the city watch. <laughs> and he disappears. <laughs> oh wait, can I can I take the sword? Uh, you can. Like, are we keeping it? I mean, you can't. It's a long sword. You can keep it if you want. Yeah, I'm also just trying to think if I should just keep it on my person, like kind of hidden, and then we can like plant it on somebody if we need to. Oh, that's good. Let's just say you tie your, you, you tear a shred off your clothes and you tie it around the handle or whatever. Great. So you head back out into the darkened wastes of the dock ward and you see torches slowly approaching. It'll be a few minutes before they are to you. And they might be able to see you in the light of the shop, but uh, at this point you can't. It doesn't appear that they do. Yeah, can I be stealthing or like trying to be sneaky and like stay in the shadows? Uh, yes, I would actually like everybody to make stealth checks. That's a 20. That's great. Oh, nat 20! Damn. So 25. Okay, yeah, y'all are good. (laughs) Misra and Blitz scout ahead, and with their natural stealthy instincts and coordinated hand gestures, the four of you manage to slip by the city watch just as they approach the old Zoblob shop. Have you seen anyone unusual out tonight? Soon enough, you see drunks and sailor types stumbling from the docks, and you manage to straighten up and mostly blend in with the crowd. As you set foot on the docks, you see that they stretch for miles in a jagged crescent around Waterdeep's Great Harbor, where hundreds of ships are tied up and dozens more are anchored in the bay. Reflected moonlight dances across sails of every color and vessels hailing from all across Faerun. The putrid stench of the tenements is washed away by salt winds off the Sea of Swords, clearing your heads and inviting you to leave the troubles of the night behind. As you navigate the many shuttered buildings and dens of ill repute along the water, eventually you come across a sign for the Skewered Dragon. The Skewered Dragon is at once a ruin. The wooden sign that once hung out in front now leans beside the door and defacing it seems to have become a part of local tradition. Whatever color the building was once has worn down to white with colored veins by years of harsh rain and neglect, and you can see a ship's anchor somehow lodged in the roof. Uh, what do you want to do? You said that the sign looks like it's used, like a lot of people draw on it, like graffiti. Yeah. Um, Blitz is going to use a claw and just draw like a little smiley face. <laughs> Well, my young ward, how would you like to proceed? You want to go in and get a drink and then, uh, you know, just like see what happens? Yeah, I guess we go in, we get drink, we ask around, yeah. Sounds good to me. Okay, all right. Whoa. Okay, let's walk into this bar. <laughs> is there a bouncer? Do I need to show ID? Uh... This does not appear to be a bar with any sort of laws at all. And as you walk through the door, you exit the magical silence that surrounded the bar and are immediately assaulted by shouting and singing and ill-advised spellcasting. There are only about a dozen people in the bar, but each of them radiates enough rowdy energy to make this place seem too dangerous for anyone not ready for an exchange of violence. Well, this place is great. Yeah. I like it already. To the bar. Okay, you walk up to the bar, Blitz, and you see behind the bar there is a tanned and salty halfling bartender with sandy curled hair and very sleepy eyes. Skylar, put him down, Skylar, you scut puppy. Sorry, MK. 
All right. Welcome to the Skewer Dragon, safest harbor in the deep. My name's Emki. What can I pour ya? Vodka, please. Uh, four of them. As you, as you like it. Uh, do we have vodka? She starts going through the bottles absentmindedly, and suddenly there is a laugh from the end of the bar, which I will now make audible because this is a podcast. Uh, <laughs> Captain. So good to see you get out of the cabin and stretch your legs a little. And you turn to see a bronze dragonborn wearing sealskin robes belted tight around its massive body. And he seems to have bristled upon seeing you, Blitz, because you know him as Poor Copper Silwop, a bilge wizard and a member of your crew. Oh, hi! Yeah, I, uh, I went out for a business meeting uh, and we ended up here. I see. Just out of curiosity, then. Who is left on the ship? I have not seen Bogotsavo in hours now. I believe Livingston is in charge right now. We're heading back to the ship after this, though. Ah, Livingstone. Excellent, excellent. And he goes back to his drink. Mm. Who's your fun friend? I like him. I found some vodka, says the bartender, who passes out four glasses to each of you. Uh, Brayden looks at it and does not touch it. Okay, uh, she takes her, but she doesn't look as happy about drinking now. So you notice that uh, a lot of the people in the bar seem to be staring at you uh, as you're a bit out of place, particularly you, Blitz, with your golden armor, and you, Brayden, with your whole vibe. <laughs> and people seem to not be very trusting of you in here. Mm, maybe we should buy drinks for everybody. Maybe. Maybe not get ourselves robbed or murdered by the time we leave here. I, I think if we bought them drinks, they would like us more. And also know that we have enough money <laughs> to be worth murdering. Oh, okay. I see where you're going now. We don't have to do that. Personally, I think it would be a lot of fun for them to try. Hey, uh, bartender, bartender, how about a, a round on the house, on, or around, around on me? Oh, my God. Here, here's, uh, let's say, 15 gold dragons. Here you go. And uh, Brayden kind of uh, poops them out of his hand uh, onto the bar. Like, I think Zig's curse is that they constantly know what we should do. And no one <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Why do I hang out with these people? The bartender fixes up 16, let's say, shots of vodka and sort of calls everybody over and they pick up their own shots because they're not exactly overstaffed. One of them raises a glass and says, um, to the fancy mister. And everyone shouts, to, to the, the fancy, fancy mister. To me. Hooray. And they all down their shots and get right back to partying. This is going swimmingly. Hey, um, bartender, this is crazy. But did you know this friend of mine also owns, like, a restaurant type of establishment, sort of club kind of deal? Maybe you guys could talk to each other about how cool that is and uh, maybe, um, you know, uh, gossip about your clientele. I don't know. You got a bar just like this one, huh? Yeah, just like this one. Well, that's cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're looking for a handsome fella who might have come by here. Looks like you got one with you already. <laughs> yes, it's, yeah. Yeah, someone actually as pretty as him dresses just as fancy. Have you seen him? You know, I get so many people 
coming through. Hey, has anybody seen a, a handsome gentleman walk through here in the last couple of days? Real fancy. And you hear, I was there that night, yes. Oh, God. Is that is that my dude? Poor Copper Silwop is smiling in your direction. Yes, it is your dude. Mm. Oh, well, that's really convenient. <laughs> yes, you love things that are convenient, don't you, Captain? No, no. Uh, that wasn't very nice. Well, that is none of my business. Uh, Volofamp Cadern was here, I remember, going on and on about the novel he was writing. How he wanted to get out of guidebooks and bear his soul to the blah blah blah. He left and your man played a few rounds of three dragon ante until another of his friends showed up. Very well dressed, very fine sense. I can't seem to remember his name. Poor Copper Silwop scratches his chin and looks at you out of the corner of his eye. I think that means he wants a bribe. Bribe? No, <laughs> never, but perhaps a front of my wages. Uh, okay, that seems fair. How how far, how much of an advance do you want? He smiles and he says, uh... How much you got on you? Like 40 gold, but I need some of it. You want like 10 gold? <laughs> fine, fine, 10 gold is a good start. Okay, here you go. He takes the gold and sort of rolls his eyes at you. Renair never ember. He's the son of the old open lord, Degalt never ember. And he's a chip off the old fucking block, that one. Just another rich, spoiled noble who likes to rub our noses in it. They drank, they gambled, and they left. And they might have been followed. By whom? No one I would want on my tail. <laughs> Were the people doing the following, did they have, uh, the black dragon tattoos? Or eye tattoos. Yeah, or those. He smiles at you and taps his claws on the counter. <laughs> really? More gold? Can't we- Ugh. Fine. Alright. Alright. She hands over ten more gold. That gold bangle you have on is very pretty. You're not getting any of my jewelry. Do not push it. All right. So Braden's had about enough of this dude. Uh, <laughs> he's going to grab this guy by the throat uh, and uh, make an intimidation check. <laughs> oh my God, that's like his go-to move. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thro throat is a good place to grab, I think. Are you guys bad guys or something? <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Don't hurt him too much. He has to go back to the ship and do work. How much of that do you want me to roll for? You want me to roll intimidation to pull this off, or you want me to do the? Uh, you want me to grapple? Yeah, for it too? no, intimidation is fine. So I rolled an eighteen for intimidation. I would say that's probably fairly intimidating. Why don't you tell us what you know, and I won't murder you? <laughs> you know, I actually love the sound of that. You gonna put him back down? Yeah, that's fine. I made my point. He uh, he gets back down and rubs his neck and cracks it a little bit. Doesn't seem that unused to being lifted up by the throat. Five five men haven't been back since, but they hang around the warehouse on Candle Lane. Look for the snake on the door. And tattoos? Did they have tattoos? Uh, I didn't see any tattoos, but I wasn't exactly looking very closely. I can uh. 
draw you guys a map to Candle Lane if you're interested in getting out of here. Uh, sure, that'd be really helpful. Thank you. You know what? Actually, why don't we take this guy who already knows where it is with us, who is the employee of one of one of these people that is with me? Oh, that's a better idea. Hey, bilge guy, who we've already paid. <sighs> why don't you show us where this candle candlestick place is? Oh, uh, yeah. Is that don't you want me back on the ship or? Well, it's your ship. You can come with us. That what seems better. It'll be very useful. Make a persuasion check. Okay. 25. Nice. Sweet. <laughs> All right. You have pers- you have persuaded your crewmate to come along with you. Cool. Because I was getting a feeling he was going to do a mutiny or something. So I don't want him to go back to the ship. <laughs> oh, a wise, wise decision, my young ward. Keep your enemies close. <laughs> you might as well keep them close. <sighs> yeah, no. Maybe lower your voice a little bit. <laughs> enemies. Enemies. No, you get the wrong idea. You get the wrong idea. I am on the crew of, of this fine... Oh my god. Ugh, this dragonborn voice is gonna fucking murder me. <laughs> I'm so mad at you guys for taking him along. <laughs> uh, <coughs> hold on, let me take a drink. Here, here, is, here, is, a, here is a drink for you, uh, my, my suddenly much more cooperative friend. Uh, tell you what, if you, uh, if you serve your, your mistress well, perhaps, uh, perhaps she'll listen to you more about uh, the ship matters that I perceive perhaps you are disgruntled about. Um, this Livingstone guy. Perhaps we can arrange for him not to be in the picture anymore. Eh? Wait, what? Eh? what? No. <laughs> oh, yes, I think uh, that hey. maybe we can work together on... No. You know, or what? I'm, I'm just I'm just spitballing here that per- perhaps, you know, if he gets in the good graces, then perhaps there is something in it for him. I'm just speculating. I don't know how the ship works. I just know there's a guy nobody likes named Livingstone. I, he's probably a fine guy. He probably tastes delicious. Well, everybody I, I'm likes not, I'm it. not saying we gotta go one way or the other on it. Uh, you know. He does have a point. Oh my gosh. Just saying, if he does a good <laughs> job for us right now and doesn't betray us, then perhaps things could be better for him in the future. Yes, yes. You know, he could get the promotion, but that doesn't mean I would like hurt my other crew members. Okay, well, you know, now we know where you're, uh, you know, where, where you fall at. We're all learning things, is what I'm saying about how this ship works. It's, I don't really care, though. So. I mean, we can talk about it later, but there's a whole crew, and everyone has a job. Well, almost everyone. What's that supposed to mean? Not, oh, nothing at all. I I speak of Livingstone, of course. He has a job. <sighs> he sits up high, he looks out, he does the lookout, and then if he sees something, he tells me. And then we address the situation. It's a very important job. It is an important job. It sounds like I've just done the same for you, huh? Oh, he, he is. I, I'm, this guy started to grow on me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got a little bite, this one. All right, we can discuss it later. Can we go? Okay, let's boogie. Reluctantly, poor Copper leads you out of the bar and through the tangled mess of the dock ward, which was sort of built before people figured out that maybe cities should be on grids. (laughs) You find a very narrow alleyway. 
The buildings on either side of Candle Lane are tall and so tightly packed together that the light touches the street only at high sun, creating an atmosphere in the alley not unlike a dungeon. The only light that pierces the dark is a faint flickering from down the lane like a distant candle, a continual flame spell cast within an empty street lamp. There is a metal gate directly across the street from the lamp, through which you can see the outer yard of a warehouse. The continual flame illuminates a painted symbol above the gate's door handle, a black-winged snake. Zig and Brayden, with your ties to Waterdeep's criminal underground, you recognize the symbol of the Zentarim. So wait, so it's a dragon on their forearm, but it's a snake on their door? It's just like an extra fancy dragon. A serpentine. Okay, great. Chinese dragon. Close enough. Are those eyeballs or dragons? <laughs> Bilge guy, I noticed that this is a warehouse. Why do you think that they would have taken the fancy boy here? I mean, not for anything good. I don't know anything about your fancy guy. I just saying the people who took him here like to hang out here. Oh, okay. I see. Okay, that uh, that kind of checks out. That they have tattoos that are kind of like this place. How do you want to proceed, my young ward? Do you want to knock? That would be one way to play it, sure. Yeah, can I do perception? Or like investigation? Yeah, make an investigation check. <laughs> Ten. So, I see that it's a warehouse. You can, yeah, you see that there is a metal gate in way of the warehouse and that it, uh, and yeah, whatever. You see that there's a lock that is open on the, hanging off of it. It is not locked, the gate to the warehouse. I would like to open the gate. Very quietly. <laughs> okay, you want to do it quietly? Make a stealth check? Okay. <laughs> 17. The gate opens like it was oiled yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everybody be very quiet. Maybe maybe we look in for a second, see if there's a person. I guess I'm going to try and stealth inside. There are three ways into the warehouse that you can see. There is a front door, a large warehouse loading door, and a painted over window. I want to go over to the window. Yeah, I do too. Try and open it really quietly. Like, just a, like a crack so that I could, like, peek in. You have thieves tools, right? Uh, I hope, hope so. Yes, <laughs> I do. Why don't you roll those real quick? Okay, 17. You open the window Ooh. silently. Nice. Stealthily. Okay. I peek in with my dragon eyes that I believe... Do I have night vision? Maybe I don't. I do if I'm there. I have dark vision. Same here. I'm a vampire, so I think that I can probably see at night. I opened it, and then I'm going to like move to the side and let Misra look in since she's right next to me. Yeah. The well, I mean, okay. <laughs> is it not dark in there? <laughs> is that where this is going? <laughs> Looking inside, you actually have to squint a little because no one ever said the lights were off and inside you see a well-lit warehouse uh, with... Oh, just kidding. JK. JK I'm just like, fuck. Ignore that. There's forklifts going, you know. The night shift is in. <laughs> lots of lots of orcs in, in uh, orange, you know, reflective vests, <laughs> kind of waving little wands. Uh, yeah, you see, it seems just to be like your typical warehouse, but you also catch sight of a figure perched up on the railing of the warehouse, and it wears a ill-fitting, ratty cloak, and what appears to be an eyeball strung around its neck, and it has fine black feathers and a long black beak. It is a kenku, and it has not noticed that you all have opened the window. Okay, I'm going to now close the window very quietly. 
Okay, make a <laughs> stealth check. <laughs> no! Oh, it was bad. <laughs> That's a six! <laughs> it wasn't good. It was a crit one. That was a crit fail, yeah. <laughs> it's a crit one? Yeah. yeah oh, like I a, see. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, plus yeah. five. Yeah. You, you, can we say you close your you close your finger in there? <laughs> As you close the window and it gets to that last little bit uh, of of being closed, that last little chip, it shatters. Oh! oh. <laughs> the decaying yellow glass that is painted over sort of falls away. No. Okay. I just calmly look at everybody behind me and I'm like, I may. I've messed up again. <laughs> I I put my I put my hand on her shoulder. Inside you hear a bit of a commotion and furniture scooting. But that is all you hear. Oh, no one rushing us? No one Maybe we walk backwards a couple times. Just in case. We should get like out of the line of sight of the window. I'm going to go find a place to hide. Is there, like, any boxes or anything outside the warehouse that we could hide behind? <laughs> oh, that's solid snake. No, not outside. Okay. Outside, it's it's just mm-hmm. bare. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. were the other two entrances again? There is a front door and a large loading door. I, I would say we should probably go towards the loading door, but... You know what? Uh, Brayden is going to go up to the roof. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna climb up the wall and take a look and see if there's any way to get in from up up there on account of the bird guy that he saw. Yeah. Okay. There. Let's say there is a second story window, um, just one, and it looks just big enough for you to squeeze through. And then I'll I'll kind of hit. So this may have been surprising to my companions who've never seen me do this before, but Braden just fucking scales the wall like it's nothing. <laughs> um, and he's uh, he's at that second story window. And he kind of motions to everybody else that they they could go around to the loading door. And then, uh, yeah, I'll go inside and and check it out. Blitz is going to, like, put her hand against the wall to see if it's sticky or something, because she doesn't understand. (laughs) There it is. Uh, Yeah, I rolled 10 for stealth. I wasn't super stealthy. I'm not that stealthy. I'm a huge dude. You slide through the warehouse, and the frame of the window scrapes against your clothes. Uh, And inside, you see a two-story ramshackle warehouse. There are crates everywhere, even hanging from the ceiling, and some are pried open with their contents rifle through. You see blades and boots and strange equipment, and it's pretty clear to see that this is where the Zentarim bring new recruits to outfit them with weapons and gear and black uniforms. Your underlings have probably described these places to you in your criminal dealings. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if you've never been in one. Buildings like these are basically where cell swords are born. Mm. Tables and chairs have been carelessly tossed across the floor, and you see a bunch of corpses oh. gathered in the center of the room. Braden's going to find a place to uh, to post up uh, somewhere on the, the second story. To, is there any sign of the bird guy? What about a handsome dude? You do not see any bird people nor any handsome dudes. Um, huh. Okay, so what, what are Zig and... Misra doing? I'm following Misra. Yeah, I was heading over to the loading dock, that door, to try to see if I can get in that way. Or investigate further that way. Uh, what do you want to do? You want to investigate? Yeah, let me let me investigate. Let me do that. Um, 17. So you see that this is basically a uh, your, your basic chain-operated loading door. Uh, you can pull the chain to open it. It will be very loud if you do so. But it is also the largest entrance into the building. Okay, and then I guess this is maybe like more of a technical question about the building itself, but can Brayden see in 
to near the loading dock door or no? Like from the from the upper window? Uh, yeah, he should be able to. Cool. It, lo- it looks pretty fine in here. Just come in, come inside. It's fine. There's nobody in here. <laughs> I realize you can't see through my eyes, so I'll just tell you. There's nobody around. Cool, thanks. Well, we wouldn't be able to hear you. Are you like poking out of the window and saying this? Also, we're supposed to be being stealthy. Wait, yeah, are you just yelling? <laughs> no, yes, I'm just yelling. The coast is clear. Wait, is everyone just yelling? <laughs> yes, come in. Let's help me look at these oh, things. Gosh. This this works too, I guess. I was going to make a motion of like <laughs> point to the door, like throw a rock at him or something. But I guess if he's going to yell. It's fine. I, I can see inside here really well. and There's nobody around. Okay, I guess Blitz is just going in through the broken window. <laughs> I'll just wait outside, if that's fine with everyone here. I'll stand guard and yell if anyone comes. Mm, I don't know if that's fine with me. You guys are being stealthy. <laughs> you really think I'm no stealthy guy? Look at me. I'll keep guard. You want someone to come up behind you? Copper, climb your butt through the window. <laughs> I just literally don't think it's a good plan, but if you insist <laughs> on... I insist. Climb your butt through the window. You go first. <laughs> good. Okay. <laughs> Hooray. <laughs> I'm so glad. He has a natural one on his stealth check, so... <laughs> He climbs through the window and tumbles and shatters a crate beneath him, making a whole lot of noise. Great. What what are the remnants? Uh, What are the remnants? Uh, Well, I'll tell you if you want to go inside and look, I can tell you what the remnants are. Yes. I'm going inside and looking. Yeah, I mean, we're, I'm climbing in after him. I'm already inside. (laughs) Okay. Who's, who's making the, uh, who's making the check? Oh, Oh. cool. (laughs) Blitz. You leap inside the building and cough uh-huh. as the air is filled with sacks of flour from uh, from the crash. He, he appears to have crashed into a crate of flour, which has tossed up the stuff into the air. I feel like because I rolled a three that it's really like all cocaine. So just to, just to clarify here, I have a I have an item table. So it's not it's not ranked. It's I have different items set aside for the different numbers here. Oh, oh that's cool. Thank God. Okay. Peek behind the curtain. Poor Copper stands up covered in white powder and coughs and he says, Great plan again, Captain. Okay, you're being very snarky tonight. This guy. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, Brayden, do you let your subordinates talk to you like this? I don't. Oh, no. They're all, like, super good at stuff, though. So this would never happen. That's fair. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, speaking of which, my new subordinate, uh, hey, uh, my young ward, what do you make of all these dead guys, huh? Uh, Right. So I got a 16 on that. So you see uh, the corpses of a dozen people strewn about the room. Their rapiers and daggers are lying nearby. Five of them have tattoos of a black winged snake on their necks or their forearms, while the rest of them are tattooed with open wild eyeballs. I believe there was a fight. Yeah, the last time these two fought, it didn't end very well for me, so... So either someone's taking both of them out, or there was a war situation. Are they taking each other out? I mean... I mean, that's the natural order of things, right? Rival gangs taking each other out, but it just seems odd to find a pile of corpses for both sides. (laughs) 
but also identical to the ones we just saw. All right, maybe they were killed by the same people. You might be onto something. Unfortunately, I do not see any handsome men around. Also that, yeah. Maybe they're fighting over something? Like maybe one of them kidnapped a handsome man and they all want the handsome man? I don't know. Is he that valuable? Can we uh, investigate to see how they died? Zig, mm. make a dexterity saving throw. Oh boy. 21, Ooh. bitches! <laughs> you hear a snap and look up to see a crate coming straight down at you, but you oh, dive out of the way as the crate crashes to the ground, spilling up more flour into the room. Uh-oh. I am not doing this whole dying thing again. As you see a, one of the Kenku up on the second floor with a knife. Oh. Room back. We got company! And suddenly other Kenku pour out from over the railing with uh, knives in their hands. Everybody roll initiative. Oh no. Oh boy. 20 to 15? Uh, 21. I got an 18. 15 to 10? I got a 12. 10 to 5? 8. 8, 8, 8. Okay, so you've entered the warehouse and a bunch of Kenku have poured over from the second story railing with one of them left up top with a knife and you are in this warehouse full of uh, crates and corpses. Uh, Zig, you are up first. I am. All right, I'm going to cast uh, Ray of Sickness on the one that threw the box on me. All right, roll the attack. Uh, 21. That hits, yep. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> um, I need I need them to roll a constitution save. Okay, they're not great at those. Nine. All right, they are poisoned. So on top of taking seven damage, because fuck you, <laughs> they will be poisoned until the end of the next turn. A sickly ray blasts from your fingertips up towards your assailant, and through the loose floorboards of the second story, you can see the Kenku cough and sputter, feathers floating down as it grasps the railing for support. And I'm just, like, flipping him off. <laughs> How fucking dare you? <laughs> it coughs. <coughs> and uh, levels a short bow at you and yells, Twang! And <laughs> they can't talk. Oh, that's right. That's a Kenku roll. Okay, 18. Wait, that that's with disadvantage? It rolled an 18? Oh, yeah, disadvantage. Let's see here. Uh, one. <laughs> yeah. Bless you, poison gods. Yeah, so it, it took aim and fired at you, but it's like, you know in a video game when you're just behind a railing and you think you're fine and you shoot and it just hits the railing? It, it does that and it shocks it and it screams. And it sort of stumbles backwards, coughing. I love it. I love it. Uh, next up is Blitz. Is the one that Zig just hit the one that has the, the eyeball necklace around its neck? They all have eyeball necklaces. So, so yes. Okay, never mind. Um, and so there's a couple that are like down by us and then there's one that's up high yes there's three who have just uh, ambushed you and then one that is up high i'm gonna use my rapier on one of the ones that i guess is surrounding us do i get sneak attack because it is one of my companions within five feet i mean i think so no yes uh 24 to hit yeah you hit for sure <laughs> uh eight piercing damage plus two sneak damage Oh, yeah. Okay, so 10. Uh, okay, that Kenku is bloodied. That's right, bitch! <laughs> you want to tell me what it looks like? This guy's jumping out at you and you get him? Uh, she just twirls around and cuts him, like, across. 
You twirl with your rapier in hand, and the Kenku, distracted by your ally, turns their head in that unnatural bird way just in time to see your blade cut a swift X into their chest, spilling blood and feathers onto the sawdust floor of the warehouse. It's like, <laughs> Next up in the order is Mizra. I'm going to, um, you said there's one, there's the one up top, there's three down below, and is there any more than that? No, that is, those are the only ones you can see. And we've been hitting the one above, right? Yeah, the one up top is damaged and poisoned. He's the one with the sword. He has like a knife that he used to cut the crate down. Yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna keep going for the one that Blitz just stabbed, actually. Okay, great. Nine to attack. It does not hit. Boo, okay. The Kenku uh, stumbles out of the way. Uh, holding its chest, but it, you, your arrow goes flying past it into another crate. I'm a horrible archer, I swear. <laughs> I've never been successful with this stupid weapon. We just have to wait till we can retrofit and make that gun work. <laughs> I know, right? Are they holding any weapons or no? Yeah, they all have, like, uh, short swords. I'm not gonna rush them, then. So, that's it, then, for me. Uh, Alright, the next up is Brayden. Brayden is going to draw Night Silencer, his greatsword. <laughs> It's like a big-ass Conan the Barbarian sword. And he's going to go up to the one that is high up and reeling from the poison. Mm -hmm. And he's going to try and finish him off. Let's see how this goes. 18 to hit. Uh, you hit, for sure. And that is 11 slashing damage. Well, I'll tell you this. You're going to kill this thing. And if you want to describe how that happens, I would be happy to hear it. Yeah, I mean, from from the ground level, you just hear like, thud, 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 thud. and then suddenly you see the Kenku that you guys can all see, and his body is bisected diagonally, and Brayden is standing behind him with the greatsword. How's it going down there? <laughs> <laughs> and now it's poor Copper Silwop's turn. He sees the halved Kenku that Brayden has just produced, and he laughs and says, Well, I can see you guys have it from here. And uh, bows and turns tail. Of course. You coward. I'm going to fire him later. Please do. I'm going to hire him after that. <laughs> <laughs> I like you. Blitz, the Kenku you attacked catches itself with a strong flap of its wings, kicking up flour on the ground and obscuring your vision with a cloud of white powder. Suddenly a blade slashes out from the powder and... Natural 20. Ooh. Okay. Ouch. Okay, four, so that's seven damage to Blitz. Okay, marking that down, and I got three left. Now, unfortunately, that was a critical hit, so it's actually 14 damage to Blitz. <gasps> oh, no. Mm -hmm. Shit. I regret so much pointing that rule out. It stabs you just beneath your chest plate, and you stumble back in surprise before collapsing onto the warehouse floor. Yeah, okay, I'm dead. <laughs> no, my ward! Next in the order is Zig. Hey, all right. Uh, remind me, position-wise, where are these? Where are these assholes? Uh, so Brayden is upstairs with a bisected Kenku, and then there you t you you all are downstairs in it's sort of an open warehouse layout. There's like a bunch of crates all mm -hmm. over the place um, and a bunch of bodies. There's one Kenku that is damaged, like directly beside you. And then uh, two other Kenku who are sort of just running around with their swords. Um, I'm going to target the one that's wounded with my mace. Hit 15. That hits. You crash into this frail bird creature with your mace. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It mm -hmm. sort of crumbles to the ground, bloody, but not Good. dead. It shouts up, boots, ah, boots. And uh, next up is... Uh, 
the Kenku that is dead, so skip that. Next up is Blitz. <laughs> Make a death saving roll. Five, so fail. Oof. Okay, hey, one failed. Uh, I mean, we could only keep knocking on death's door for so long before he's going to answer. <laughs> right? What do you want, bitches? <laughs> uh, next up is Mizra. Man. Oh, God. Um, I'm trying to see if I have anything to help her not die. And the answer is, I don't. You can do a medical check to stabilize her, though. She did save your life earlier. Can I do that? Yeah, is that allowed? A medical check to stabilize her? Yeah, that makes sense, I think. Oh, yeah, hell yeah, I'll do that then. That's a 10. It's not great. It probably doesn't make it any worse. Oh, yeah, no, it's a DC 10 to stabilize. Yeah, I think DC 10. Yep, so you're stabilized. Whoa. Just barely. Yeah, so you're not awake or anything, but you don't have to make uh, any more saving throws. Yeah, tell me what it looks like. What happens? So I, I run back, I run over to her, and I pull the sword out, or the, did they take it out? Or it's not, it's not stuck in her, right? I don't I don't think it's I don't think it's still inside of her now. Okay. So I just like put my hand over the wound and then I grab like something off of my cloak or or like the piece of the clothing that I ripped and I just like wrap it around her and then I just like smack her in the face three times. Ow, 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 why does my face sting? Just returning the favor. Oh, you are a beautiful blue angel of Tiamat. And then I go run and I'm keeping an eye on the other Kenkus that are all around. Brayden, you up. Um, all right, seeing this attack on my young ward, I know that I have to respond. I mean, there's got to be, like, columns holding the, the, like, roof area that I'm on, or not, the, like, the second floor area up, right? Uh, there are, there are a lot of them, because it's, like, a big, it's, like, a warehouse. But, yeah, there are, there are columns. Sweet. I'm going to walk down those columns, because I can just do that. I just, like, vampire walk straight up on the column, mm-hmm. like I'm walking, but I'm on the wall. <laughs> uh, so I, I do that. It's, it's pretty great. <laughs> and I imagine super intimidating to see that happen. Terrifying. Yeah. And so I do that and uh, walk down to the lower level that they're on. And I'm going to take a swing with my great sword, Night Silencer. And I'm going to take a swing at the one that hurt Blitz. Uh, that was a 24 to hit. Uh, with uh, eight slashing damage, I imagine that I have severely injured this Kenku. <laughs> uh, yes. You want to describe the death of this Kenku? I come up behind him because I did the whole walking on the column thing that he probably didn't expect to happen and push the greatsword through his spine and scream <laughs> as his life flows out of him uh, in an attempt to intimidate the rest of the Kenku into just fucking off. You do, uh, as this Kenku is... Super murdered. Do you want to make an intimidation check anyways? I do. It was a seven. I guess it wasn't that scary when I murdered that guy in front of them. <laughs> it's okay. It was going to happen anyways. So yeah. uh, they were like, it's the second one. We're going to go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> upon, seeing, upon seeing the death of half of their number, the Kenku stop and drop their weapons and sort of shake chitteringly, backing up from you guys. Tin can, pulley, <laughs> weapon box. I love their names. Yeah, tin can. Pulley yourselves. We can exit initiative here. Oh, thank God. I've gotten really scared of combat after last time. Yes, perhaps we could avoid it. Yeah, I think we should be scared of combat until uh, we're not level one. This is like three almost deaths. <laughs> Jesus, right? That might be the, that might be why. The Kenku back up, sort of stumbling over all the dead bodies in the room and like dart around the room, seeing if they can find an exit or something. Yes, get out of here. Wait, maybe we should try and get them not to leave because then they're going to... What are we going to do? Interrogate them? 
Tin box? No, like, like be a little bit nicer to them so that they don't go report us to their bosses. Oh, I think there's no stopping that, but sure, if you want to try I mean, it. we could murder them all. I can't. I'm unconscious. Also, how are you feeling? <laughs> I saw you get stabbed for a second there. Oh, shit, yeah. I mean, am I awake? I don't think I can talk to you. All good? Okay. Right. <laughs> like, I'm like... Whatever. <laughs> We're letting the Kenku get away. Okay. Yeah, we gotta say Blitz. So you guys are letting him go? Yes. Oh yeah. my god. I, I mean, now I'm questioning my decision. <laughs> can I Can I fire an arrow at one of them? As they're leaving? Oh, oh god. Gosh. I'm gonna do it. I'm just gonna do it. Ready? Here we go. It's a 22 to hit. Seven piercing damage. That hits the Kenku, who uh, shouts, Tie him up! As he hits the ground. Tie him up? That's a great idea. Why don't we do that? Go ahead and go tie that guy up. <laughs> well, there's one left. There's one left. Let's go. Wait, is there one left or two? There's one. There is one that is uh, running. That is fleeing. Yes, and one that is one is that is on the ground. I'm gonna ray of sickness him since that's you know I got I got. I mean, sixty feet. What's all? It's the only thing I have. Everything else I have to touch, and I don't think my whip's gonna snap that far. How far away is he? At this point, he's a little bit. You know what? Yeah, you can ray of sickness him if you want to. Yeah, <laughs> I'm rolling. Dirty yeah, spray. twenty to hit. <laughs> You have super fucked up this Kenku, and now you have two Kenkus slowly crawling. Uh, well, one one Kenku slowly crawling away from the warehouse outside, and then one inside. I'm gonna go drag the one that's outside back. <laughs> Honestly, good move. I'm going to physically restrain the one that's on the ground. Great. Okay, so you now have two captive Kenku who are very injured. You know, it uh, it occurs to me that. We don't really need two Kenku, and I kill one of them. Uh, okay, you kill one of them? I kill the sick one. I snap his neck. The sick one dies. Yeah, but at least now they won't go report on us. There, this seems more manageable. The other one seems very scared at the death of its friend, and he keeps shouting, Tie him up! Tie him up! Don't call it its friend. Birdman, empty your pockets. Do it now, or I will murder you like I did with this guy. Pretty, pretty, pretty. Uh, the Kenku, who are cursed to not be able to speak, come in, definitely understand it. And he empties out his pockets. There's like a couple copper and some lint, but there's not anything uh, really good except for a receipt. Oh. What have we here? There is a receipt for an exchange of goods. Looks like a consignment that he was selling things to the old Zoblob shop. Oh, we just came from there. Dun, dun, dun. Very convenient that he would lead us to this exact building. Hmm. Perhaps we should go and have another conversation with him after we heal my young ward. Agreed. Hey, uh, bird guy, you have... One chance to say something useful, or I will murder you. What you got, buddy? Tie up the pretty boy in the back room. Oh my god, he's here. Oh, oh shit. That was extremely <laughs> useful. Donnie just gifted us that one. <laughs> the characters can't talk, but holy fuck, you're taking too long. Great. Uh, that, was, uh, that was a very useful thing for you to say. Um, I am a man of my word, and you may go. Miser just starts running towards the back room. Uh, Y'all head into the back room. Yeah, Miser, as soon as she heard that, she was done. She was like, bye. Is Blitz just like laying on the ground like next to the tied up Kenku? Yeah, Brendan, <laughs> I guess he's got her. I'm, I'm just throwing the, the Kenku out on his ass. He can leave. It's fine. I, I'm tr true to my word. So the door to the back room hangs loosely on broken hinges. The cramped chamber beyond smells strongly of sour fish and vinegar and is filled with discarded ropes, 
uh, canvas tarps, and splintered wood from smashed barrels. There are store mannequins, undoubtedly looted, posed provocatively in the northern corner of the room, and a discarded stack of forged paintings beneath what you take to be the genuine article, a stoic woman in red and white with one breast exposed and a basket of flowers beside a table covered in fresh fruit. You hear ragged breathing coming from somewhere in the room. Investigation. <laughs> My lucky number today, ten. Uh, you, 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 you know that they're somewhere in here, but you can't quite make it out. The acoustics are too weird. I'll investigate as well. Fourteen? Ah, uh, yes, you do hear uh, uh, ragged breathing coming from the small crowd of mannequins. And you notice that one of the mannequins in the back seems to just be somebody posing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Pretty good Scooby-Doo goof you've got going on over there, dude. I point him out to Mizra, like, look at this fucking idiot. <laughs> so I walk over to him and I actually, I pull out the royal sword and I just point it at him. And I'm just like, state your name and why you're here. Oh, my... Gosh, good people. Uh, and he stumbles out from the, the pile of mannequins, knocking all of them over. And he sort of straightens himself. He's, he's handsome, wearing finery. He's well-shaved and noble-looking, very stoic. And he says, um, Hello, good people. Uh, is it too much to hope that this might be a rescue? Depends. What's your name? My name is Renel Neverember. And you are certainly well met. And he bows. Yeah, Miser puts her hand over her mouth and talks to Zig and goes, Oh, wrong pretty boy. You're running in the rain. You don't know how you escaped, but you heard a commotion and the whistle of an arrow, and now hot blood is soaking the hood around your neck. You wonder if it was the Xanathar come back to finish the job, but part of you worries the Zentarum sent one of your own to shut you up and strike you down for your failure. You won't let that happen. Your elven eyes let you see a little through the slits in the burlap, and you've memorized these back alleys through countless jobs in the dock ward. If you can get just a little further, if you can reach the warehouse, you know you can talk another Zent into freeing your hands. You're not fanatics like the Xanathar. This is just a job. This was just a job. There's no reason to lose your life over something so <laughs> Someone pulls the hood off of your head. Someone you recognize. We gave you every chance to join us, Jin. Don't make that sour face at me. Now, my friend here can keep you out the web of Lulf a little longer, and you're one of the good ones. I don't want to see you gone. But you're going to have to answer me something. Think you can do that? I'll take that on faith as a yes. Now, tell me. Y'all ever hear the name Misra Tistin? This has been Abandoned Quest, a production of Sea Monsters Etc., featuring Mike Allen as Braden Stabiner, Janelle Irene Lawson as Blitz Avianosets, Sarah Nagel as Zig, and Carlina Manzi as Misra Tistin. Character and album illustration by Jim, who you can find on Instagram at MadeFetish. 
You can follow us on Instagram at Abandoned Podquest. And if you are listening, we have an entire city to populate in Waterdeep. So post about us on social with your character name and we'll set you up with a nice little walk up in the Crown Ward, which... Well, more on that later. This has been your Dungeon Master, Donnie Knowles, and from all of us at Abandoned Quest, give up tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>